Welcome to the Mental Arsenal Podcast, your go-to resource for creating an extraordinary life and business from the inside out. I am your host, Master Life Coach and Business Success Coach, Chris Acebu. This podcast is dedicated to helping purpose-driven leaders and entrepreneurs and ambitious people like you thrive in life and business by mastering the inner game. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. Chris Cowden's interest in podcasting first began when he was in a bad financial situation. He was unemployed, anxious, low in confidence, and needed escapism. On a call with a video marketing friend, he was challenged to launch a podcast. Instead of saying no, he decided to prove to himself that he could do it and turn his life around. In June 2021, he launched Talking with Experts podcast. In less than a couple of months, his podcast was in the top 10% and featured top experts. In October 2021, he got hired by AppSumo. And in 2022, he partnered with several brands, influencers, and an outsourcing company to help more people launch, grow, monetize, and scale their podcasts and have fun while doing it. Also, I'm very, very happy to call him my own podcast coach and mentor. Thank you so much for joining me, Chris. Thank you so much for that intro and uh, for being a huge success story, especially one of the first success stories. So thank you for trusting in me and for creating a phenomenal podcast and for welcoming me on this podcast. I think it's been a while since we planned to do this, but we both have our very busy schedules and I'm so glad that the timing finally aligned and now you're here and we're in the same space. We used to get on calls to do coaching sessions and to have accountability and do check-ins and never an episode like this. So I'm very excited. Thank you so much for being here. It was part of the entire evolution. Every time somebody launches a podcast with me, they have an opportunity to come on before the challenge, before my challenges, and after the challenge, part of a full circle evolution to help you launch your podcast. So uh, it's been in the plans for a long time and thankfully have appeared on Lisa Kira's Lessons from the Core podcast and now yours, Mental Arsenal podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. Starting a podcast and launching one was like something that I thought about in the last few years and I never really got to executing on it. Like it was just like a dream that I had or an idea that I wanted to play around with. And I've collected information on how to do it. And I think when you are a newbie, when you have no idea what to do, you tend to hoard information because you're insecure of, about like missing steps and you want to take perfect action, although that really doesn't exist. But it's like <laughs> your podcast launch challenge is what really got me to finally do this. I say this with all honesty, like without that challenge, I would not have like launched this at all. So yeah, a huge thank you to you for really helping me get this off the ground and get this going. Like it was such a game changer for me in 2022. It's, it was the best decision I made to help other people launch a podcast. And it's turned out 
but your podcast is one of my favorites sorry sorry to the rest <laughs> of the family but it, it's up i'm super proud of you the music the trailer the people you're having on the podcast there's so much more to come and um you know, I, I almost burnt myself out on the first challenge, but I had to in order to just help you as much as possible. So thanks for being patient with me, giving me grace, trusting my process and giving me feedback because this round, this next round, the February challenge has been 10 times better. So thank you for that. Yeah, it was such an honor and such a joy to just be a part of that whole journey. And really to be with a group of people who share the same pains and challenges and difficulties. It was just nice to have that level of empathy because to have people who get it, you know, because we can tell our friends and families that we're doing this, but then they don't really know the ins and outs of launching a podcast. And it's like yeah. a lot of work, especially on the inside. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you have a podcast. Is it? Oh, but it's not just a podcast. It's It's a client getting machine or um, great acquisition tool but uh, you just have a podcast oh that's cool but there's so much so many elements happening yeah yeah and you know also for even from you just as a person like you have really inspired me because like even just listening to your own podcasts I've really learned to just show up and just really master the art of showing up I think for a lot of people, especially really ambitious people and entrepreneurs and creatives, there really is this tendency to be a perfectionist, to want to get things perfect from the get-go. And one of the reasons why doing interview-style podcasts really appealed to me was just how raw it can be and how minimal editing is required during like post-production. And yeah, I I I just really want to emphasize that because I think that's one of the really powerful things because like I could learn launching a podcast from other people and I have, you know, resources and courses and PDFs from other sources, but it's just seeing you go through that journey yourself and uh, taking, you know, that very courageous step to launch it. And like I said in the intro to turn your life around, I think it was really inspiring to me. Yeah, I, I was I was that afraid of starting because uh, I was I was living at home or still still living at home. I'm happy to admit that, and because I was in a really low, really bad space, I was really that subconscious about people hearing the conversations that I had to move myself into a completely separate room to record because I was shy in front of everybody and I was very much depressed and anxious and I knew I needed to do something because I always, you know, there's there's a lot of people out there that have big goals but never take the big action to achieve those goals. They just dream and say, oh, I can be there one day, but one day later tomorrow doesn't exist is today exists and we got to just take action to get to those big goals and but take small small changes one percent better each day will get you there but if you want massive action take massive action and maybe even just do it for a lot less than you would charge usually just to get those initial testimonials and feedback i'm a huge advocate of that and that goes back to ooh, episode 
eight with Rocky Buckley and talking with Exodus podcast. He talks about doing exactly that. And then there's another episode where they talk about exactly that. So experts are advising us to, I think episode five with Alex, he mentioned give it away, give it all away for free. Give the far, give, give, give all the information you possibly have in your, because the more you show you have knowledge of, the more people will come to you thinking, well, what's he charging? What's he charging for? If he's given mm. all of this away for free, what's he charging for? So go back to some of those episodes on Talking With Exodus podcast. Listen to the really bad audio, but the qual- the quality of the conversation is what matters. Yeah, I so agree with that. I think in the past, one of the things that stopped me was really about obsessing about the form and not the content. And so I would find myself researching the best cameras, the best microphones to use, how to set up, you know, all the unnecessary stuff. And like you said, like when you really ask your listeners, a majority of the people might care about the production uh, quality, but a lot of people will, what's most important to them is really the message uh, that you uh, are sharing and are spreading. And I, I so agree with that. Like the the quality might be bad initially, but like we should not let that stop us from getting started. And, I think it's true to, oh, sorry, to think yeah. about progress over perfection. And then in season two, if you don't, if you don't have the resources in season one, which we, which we do, if, if you don't have the resources in season one, improve it as you go in season two I always focus on progression over perfection yeah and i think it's a nice preview into your journey as a creator like you know if you ascribe to that uh identity as a creative someone who makes content content creator or value creator it's a nice behind the scenes look at how you progressed and i think again that's what really inspired me about you it's like you started there and you did not let that stop you i was very inspired by that thank you so much i think there's a lot of elements that happened along the way that made me think oh i really need to take action on this otherwise i'm just going to be homeless i'm going to be a failure those those kind of little pressures that I was putting on myself was enough to kickstart me. And and then when I started getting feedback and advice from experts, just by asking them questions in the interviews. And then after we pressed stop record, I said, could I be a better interviewer? Did you improve your guest? Did, did, was this a better guest experience? I had Jody on episode 13, who came on to talk about audio branding, which was perfect for me because I had nothing had no knowledge in that Uh, she said that the onboarding form was you know 20 pages long for me and all i want to do is book a call with you and be Mm -hmm. be your guest i don't want to fill out a massive survey so that was great feedback and we've we have shrunk it down but it's important to collect crucial information before the call Uh, so that was great feedback just keep asking questions from people you admire that are more successful or a couple of steps ahead of you and ask them for feedback. Take the action they advise you to take. And there's no reason, and this is a big crucial one. If you don't quit, you, you will succeed one way or another. Just keep going. 
Yeah, I so agree with that. Like, I believe it, success is inevitable for anyone if you're just willing to do the work and stay in the game, really. Unless you, like, stop playing in the game because you quit, like, you'll never lose because you're still in the game. So it's just a matter of, like, just keep going. I really love that. And that's so true. And something came up for me when you said, I think that's a very powerful concept, especially for entrepreneurs, to our viewers and listeners, um, when it comes to like building something, whether it's a business or a product or a service you want to create, that's really what's going to help you refine it. And there's something that we call design thinking. And that's just like starting with a bare minimum. And I think in the startup space, they call this like a MVP, a minimum viable product. Start with a bare minimum, put it out to market, and get feedback. And that's how you create the best product you can create. Ideally, we avoid saying the perfect product as you know, it's always an iterative process. You keep improving. It's continuous improvement, but that's only ever made possible when you get that feedback. And I really love that you mentioned that. And one thing too, is about like asking questions from people who are experts, who are a few steps ahead of you, even if it's just a step ahead of you, and having really the humility to be a student, to be a learner, and to acknowledge, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what the next step is. And just being an empty cup, (laughs) offering that to the expert and, and learning. I really love that. I think what I learned along the way is as well, just treating people as equal, not, you know, if they're, if they are two steps ahead of me or uh, rather than going, oh, wow, I've got this huge guest on, I should treat them like a superior. No, don't do that. Treat them as a friend on, on that level, but just be humble that they've joined you on your podcast and um, treat them as respect, just like anybody, but you don't need to treat them like they are better than you because they're not better than you they're just a couple of steps ahead on their knowledge mm. or skills and you can learn them as well yeah I, and i learned that from you too that's something that you taught me during the the podcast launch challenge is like when you're interviewing people who you feel is like on a very high caliber and you feel are is miles ahead of you or in terms of success or whatever really having that mindset of like leveling yourself with them And not putting them on a pedestal because you don't want to bring that energy of inferiority when you do the interviews or have the conversations. Like, I really love that mindset of just treating them like like a friend, like a human to human. And I think that makes the conversation more engaging and uh, really also establishes your ability as a podcaster to hold your ground and, and create the most amazing possible show that you can create. Yeah, it is true. And if you think about it, if you're treating them as a superior and you're on an interview, people can listen to that and go, oh, right. Yeah. So he is uh, positioning himself as inferior and superior. So you lose credibility there. But if you're talking to them as an equal, people will listen and go, oh, there's, there's a connection there. There's a friendship there. And you boost just by law of association, this person, and you treat them as a friend. So that's a big one. Don't interview them as a superior because you actually lose credibility that way. And build rapport with them way before you interview them. Get to know them. Get to know them like you, if, if you've never met them before, get to know them as a friend, 
listen to with a podcast, read their book, um, ask mutual friends what they're like, try and get a firm understanding of who they are as a person, what their values are, and use that in the in the conversation you have with them. Wow, I really love that. And to me, what comes up is like, that's really just like humanizing the whole process. I think in the entrepreneurial space, it's so easy to be so transactional. Just like get people on your podcast and that's it. There's no, like you said, there's no rapport building. You're not getting to know the person. You're not going out of your way, especially if if you're studying out. Like there's, we need to put a little bit extra work into like checking out someone's work, what they're all about. Like you said, listening to some episodes that they've been on and really spending that time to genuinely learn about someone else. I think that translates as well into like genuine interest during the conversation. It's not you don't feel coerced or forced or like you're faking sincerity. It really comes from a real experienced place because you have invested that time beforehand learning about them. Yeah, if if you're going to spend, I don't know, a thousand, ten thousand hours on a podcast and you want to enjoy it and you want it to be easy to main and maintain and you want to have great guests, you've got to give them a great experience. So doing that upfront groundwork and research and feeling prepared coming into the interview or conversation or whatever the format is, you're the you your guests will love you for it because you're asking great questions and you're making them feel safe, not in a position where, oh, it's hot, it's a hot seat. So do the groundwork, do do all the research, make the guests have a phenomenal experience and yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, as a coach, I'm really big on words and definitions and semantics, and I really love the word groundwork and legwork. And for entrepreneurs out there, to our viewers and listeners, I think that's a very powerful concept to get. Because if you're starting out something, sometimes there is that upfront work that you need to do, that legwork that so many people are not willing to do. Um, You know, because when you do upfront work, when you do the groundwork, you're not seeing this immediate result, right? You're investing a lot of time, effort, energy, maybe even money on something that you're not even sure what the outcome is going to be. But that is exactly what's going to set you apart from everyone else. When you allow yourself to be willing And really, that's all it takes, a willingness to do the groundwork and then do the groundwork. And what I like about that is like when you do the groundwork, once that's done, the rest gets easy. Once you start recording the episode, it's really easy. You know what to ask. You know what to say. You know the talking points. You you know the guest on an intimate level. You might surprise them like, oh, how do you know that? (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) It was like, were you stalking me before this interview? Maybe, but... I wanted the interview to go really well. So I did my research saying those kind of things as well and having great questions rather than just the basic ones going into detail and maybe touch on current projects they've been working on. Or, oh, I, I, for me, talking with SaaS founders is, oh, I saw you release, released uh, version three lately. How's that been going? Have they been adopting the product well? Or, you know, going into those specifics 
will just go, whoa, this this podcaster is professional. He's doing a really good job. He's got a great setup. He's got a great high quality camera. I'm going to refer him a guest. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and and going back a little bit, just the word experience. If you want to start a podcast or anything content related, make a YouTube video or like a write a blog post, that's a really powerful concept to incorporate before you create. Asking that question, what do I want my readers, my viewers, or my guests to experience before they engage with my content during and after? I think that's a very powerful thing too that can set you apart as an entrepreneur because that's not something that a lot of entrepreneurs think about. <laughs> the customer experience. I think mm-hmm. that's really good. I think experience and service are very similar. So, so provide a great experience or find great guests um, or use, use your existing audience to find great guests. Create a great experience. Ask them for feedback. Improve the experience. Bring on new top guests create a great experience ask for feedback create you know in that nice little circle and you'll gradually get better you'll gradually uh, start improving so yeah gosh that concept on gradually getting better is so powerful especially if we're new to something i keep saying we're new to something i feel that's very relevant to what I'm doing, because this podcast is relatively new, but just allowing ourselves, really giving ourselves permission to suck at first, like to to not be good, to not know what you're doing, like to have no idea, to be so freaking confused and, but still doing it anyway. And like you said, you gradually get better. You just have to stay in the game. You just have to trust the process and giving yourself that grace and that permission because no, like, I think what happens is like people look at all these like top experts and podcasts and shows and they compare themselves on that level. But no expert starts that way. They all started also not knowing what they were doing. Maybe there are outliers, but generally like, you know, people always start out being lost or feeling lost. And I think we need to, to compare ourselves the same way from when they started, not where they are now, where they've already stacked all these experiences and lessons. Now, there's there's a there's a good point there. Lewis Howells, uh, super super successful. Uh, don't really know much about his story, but Mohammadi, a great friend of mine, he showed me one of his first ever videos of interviewing NFL players, and they're crap. Sorry, Lewis, but they're crap. But if you see Every day he releases episodes and every day. And now he's interviewing presidents. He's interviewing Gary Vee's interviewing all these amazing sports stars. Everybody started at the beginning. And I was thinking about this in the shower just before uh, this, this call. And what helped me improve my skills as a podcaster was getting on video and doing video interviews because I get to build rapport with them face-to-face and I feel lost in creating an experience when I can't see someone's face. I can't build that 
relationship. I feel like the people who I had on the podcast and I saw their face have built a stronger connection with rather than those that had bad connection or weren't able to use audio. Then I didn't have that much of a great conversation. So video is where it all started for me. I joined Video Creation Academy. Um, There's a person in the community who runs that. And that was really the stepping stone that started me. And that's where he said, look, you should start a podcast because you're a great communicator or, you know, you could be a great communicator and it would be a good challenge and you could probably turn your life around. And so I thought, I'm going to prove myself that I can do it. And it did happen. And now we've launched, I don't know, 20 plus podcasts. Yeah, that's amazing. And I really, I agree with that. Like video is so powerful when it comes to connecting with people online. You know, it's one thing to hear audio and to see them visually. It's another thing. And it's, it's so interesting that you brought that up because earlier today, I actually had a conversation with a listener and she was listening to one of the episodes and she was like, I couldn't quite figure out how this person looked like. And I had to like show her on my phone, like here, this is what she looks like. She's like, oh, <laughs> so yeah, you know. <laughs> well, I've got video. glasses on. I'm trying to grow a bit of a goatee. I'm wearing a red <laughs> top, <laughs> and yeah. So I've got the iconic look with the glasses. Uh, to all yeah. the listeners out there that want to uh, listen mm. to how I'm how I'm looking, <laughs> for all the yeah. visually impaired or. Uh, And being on video is probably even harder. Like it's hard for a lot of people, you know, to get on camera. You know, it's one thing to just do like the audio calls, but to be in video, like, oh my gosh, that's a whole different level of putting yourself out there. Uh, I definitely struggled with that in the past. Um, And I'm sure a lot of people do because we get very self-critical about how we look, how we sound. And then we stop ourselves from putting ourselves out there. But then... If we just snap out of that silly belief that people are probably laughing at our videos and and just focus on the message and the impact that we want to create, I think that completely helps us move past that silly thinking that we're silly on camera. Well, it's, there are probably differences where we are, but <laughs> that's totally fine. It's, it's so difficult. It's so difficult to get over that because there's so many people that can be. Uh, laughing at our stuff and the haters out there but going back to the experience it's just between me and you at the time and yes the listeners are going to listen and get tips from it but it's just that it's experience and if you know the guests really really well and you have common ground or you can find common ground in your research then it's just between me and you and I don't feel embarrassed around you. You don't feel embarrassed around me and you'll just start to build the confidence that way, but definitely get yourself on video, challenge yourself just that one bit more. Uh, And the more you see yourself on camera, the more you can test and iterate and see where you're messing up or not messing up and just like congratulate, just congratulate yourself, putting yourself out there a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about, like you said earlier on the call, those small steps, being 1% better or doing these one degree turns and trusting that 
you'll get better over time. So yeah. I, I would like to ask for our viewers and listeners who might be curious about launching a podcast, what do you think, or from your experience, what are the common challenges, whether that's a mental challenge or an emotional challenge that new podcasters usually have? And what are your tips for overcoming these obstacles? Right. Okay. So the big challenges, and I think Chris struggled with this and everybody, so there's a couple of students struggle with this is confidence. And well, maybe you, maybe you didn't struggle with confidence, but maybe just taking the initial courage to actually join a challenge and do it with others. But confidence is a big one and confidence in your own ability, like expert-based professionals or expert-based entrepreneurs is who we serve at the with the podcast launch challenges. You all have uh, expertise in something, Pilates, coaching, uh, community building, you're a professor or you're a surgeon. You have expertise, way more expertise than me on that subject. So you sh you should, could. I struggle to say the word should because it's up to you <laughs> what you decide to do. But you all have the expertise to do and accomplish whatever you want. And I believe... You've got you've got the you've got the confidence there, but you just need that extra support, that extra buddy or extra friend to just give you those nudges to say, look, you could you can launch a really successful podcast like Mental Arsenal or like Lessons from the Core. Or I'm not gonna say mine because that would just make me sound like a bad bad person, but mental arsenal fast. All my student podcasts. Oh, drop so, yours. Talking with experts. Yeah, I'm just going to put yeah. it. Talking with experts. So, <laughs> it's confidence first. Confidence is definitely a big struggle for most. And then there's the accountability. And that, let's go back to the imperfect, like being a perfectionist. Everybody wants to do great the first time. Everybody wants the best results. Everybody wants to be the best at something the first time. But it doesn't happen that way. And I remember being told in the video community, you're you're green, which means I'm fresh, I'm fresh in the industry. And that was big enough feedback to say, like, I need to be reading books, I need to be taking act more action and accepting that there's bigger people out there that know more than I do. So rather than putting them on the pedestal, just asking them questions. So the person who gave me feedback, Laurie Lynn, she is a book editor for Dan Henry and some of the ClickFunnels uh, people that join on stage. So she knows her stuff and to get that feedback one-on-one -on -one with her was great. So finding those communities where you can get the accountability and improve your skills is a great thing to get out of the struggles that you're encountering. Being around people that want to make progression over perfection and want to serve over taking all that transaction though i think it's go back to relationship over transaction first build those relationships but going i think i've gone on a bit of a tangent struggles most people have is lack of confidence but you don't need a lack of confidence because you have all the expertise uh, you need accountability 
to get out of that is to be in a community that's supportive, will not judge, is inclusive, involves everybody in the process. Uh, that will help you. And then perfection, being it being around people that are there for personal growth and want to make changes every day instead of want to be the best the first time out the gate. So that helps. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> and for anyone who wants to join Chris's challenge, or is curious about, he mentioned working with experts. When he talks about being an expert, that doesn't mean necessarily in the way Malcolm Gladwell defines it as like putting in your 10,000 hours first. I think we have a mutual definition. I'm trying to speak on Chris's behalf, but maybe Chris will disagree with me. But being an expert really is just having an ability to deliver specific results for the people you want to serve. So even if that just means you're a step ahead of the people you want to help, that already qualifies you as an expert. So don't go on this like imposter syndrome path where you're like, oh, I'm not smart enough. I don't know enough. I don't have enough experience. All you need is just enough to know enough, to have enough experience to help someone get a specific result or transformation. That's really all you need. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I've put as one of the definitions as an expert in my eyes is someone that's lived or succeeded through experience, not that they have a PhD at the end of their name. But if there's a client out there that wants to launch a podcast and they have a PhD, great, they're definitely an expert. But it doesn't mean that you're not an expert either. Yeah. And it's so interesting how people who have the most accolades are probably the most um the people who usually have self-doubt and have low self-confidence is <laughs> so interesting but yeah that, that's so true if if you have it that's great but it's not like it's a good to have but it's not a must-have so don't let that yeah, it, stop it, it's not it's not a must-have for somebody who wants to be in the entrepreneurship space um if you're and you don't need to be a childhood entrepreneur. You don't have to be selling uh, lemonade at stores in the in your yeah. early stage. You can start like I did in 2029. 2029? That's that's in the future. <laughs> 20, 2019 when I thought, yeah, I could do this thing. Yeah. So and I didn't yeah. have a a business degree. I had a culinary arts management degree. I used to be a chef. So it's completely different. I needed a change because I had health issues and I couldn't walk. So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that about you, that you were once a chef. So that's a, a fun fact for everyone. Chris Cannon used to be a chef. <laughs> yeah. I used to be yeah. a chef and I don't like cooking at all. <laughs> Not anymore. There's a, there's a lot of trauma there. Oh, but what's interesting, though, with like previous jobs is like we can always borrow skills and lessons from like mm -hmm. the kitchen industry, the hospitality industry and move that into other industries like podcasting or entrepreneurship. And yeah, I think I think that's good. I've mentioned this in several other episodes that I used to be a nurse, too, before I became an online freelancer and I did marketing and online coaching and everything. So. It all makes it, sense in the end. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh, we connect the dots looking back. So it's all about learning from those experiences. So uh, thanks for mentioning that. <laughs> that was such no, a no. There's cool so little... many trans. There's so many transferable skills, and 
work on them. Communication was a big one that I struggled with. And I did used to say a lot of ums and ahs and I didn't really speak around people. And I knew that if I continued to go that route, I would be a very lonely, lonely man. <laughs> so I just started the communication game and listened to the right people or found the right people to talk to and asked them for an interview and asked them questions curiously. How do I become a better communicator? Keep talking. Yeah. Do a yeah. random word exercise. So a random word exercise. Bottle. And just start talking about a bottle. Yeah. headphones start talking about headphones just ran random words commit and i learned this from brendan i don't want to mess up his surname brendan k from master talks go check him out on youtube he uses the random word exercise and he commits 30 minutes a day to becoming a better communicator and if you can't do 30 minutes a day do one hour Oh, I love that. I've never heard that before. <laughs> That's a fun <laughs> twist. <laughs> yeah. There's always time. You just got to prioritize what's important to you. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so good. Um, I've been so uh, entrenched in that aspect of coaching lately, like time management, priority management, uh, all the productivity stuff. And yeah, having that mindset of there's always time, like if it's really important and it really matters to you, you'll find the time to make it happen. And how you spend your time really informs what your priorities are. So that's a really good one. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> and I, I love how you say like practice, like, yeah, allow yourself to practice. I think a lot of people confuse practicing with performing. When you're practicing, it doesn't have to be perfect. You can click the wrong notes. You can... Uh, sound off pitch whatever but that's not performing where there's other people involved and you have to execute at a high level so allow yourself to again to not do it perfectly to suck at first especially during those practice sessions so that's so good and you know around communication like no one has to see these sessions i think a lot of people are worried they bring this mindset from school that their teacher is going to grade them, their grammar, how they sound, if they pronounce the right words. And no one's going to do that. It's just you. It's between you and your God. And <laughs> just, just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think it's important to go back to, um, and I'm not even a basketball fan, but Steph Curry or Stephen Curry, or mm -hmm. somebody's going to tell me off for pronouncing his name, but he shoots the ball every day about 10,000 times in private. And then when he's in public and he takes that one shot, he nails it because he's taken 10,000 shots before. It's just like anything you do, the more you do behind the scenes on yourself, whether that's improving your sleep, improving your flexibility, uh, going out for more exercise or, or whatever it might be, practicing a skill for a long time in public and then shock the public when you come out. Yeah. And you'll nail the shot. Yeah, I love that. And staying in the process, that requires some level of, of course, discipline and grit because doing these things behind the scenes, disciplining yourself enough to be able to stick to it, you know, because it's not easy, like 10,000. That's 000, a habit. Mm -hmm. 
lot of shots. Yeah. So that's why it's really important to be enjoying the process, to enjoy what you're doing. So, um, but in order to get to that point, like, yeah, it all starts with curiosity. So if you're curious about starting a podcast, then it's very much likely that you'll enjoy the process. Don't start a podcast because people tell you you have to have a podcast or like it's trending now or like other channels are dead, email is dead or whatever is that. So, <laughs> so like really come from a place of like, yeah, I'm curious. And if you feel that the medium delivering content on audio resonates with you, definitely do it. So speaking of launching podcasts, why don't I give you some time, Chris, to talk a little bit about what you do as a podcast coach and also talk about your podcast launch challenge, which I was a part of. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for this interview and for allowing me to share more about the podcast launch challenge and for being a great student of mine. This has been a fantastic conversation. It's just nice to get uh, my voice heard a little bit more as well. So thank you for that. So the podcast launch challenges, there are 30 day podcast launch challenge, where we help you set up the basics and do the groundwork. Probably the groundwork is going to take seven days out of the 30 days, but it's dedicated time to work on branding, your ideas, your why, your motivations, your intentions, or what kind of guest experience you want to create, the format, how it's going to be structured, how you want to release the content, all that great stuff. Then we're going to help you with editing, going to help you, or it's a done with you solution. So we're going to give you expert training on how our process works, bring on different experts who have expertise in branding, editing, um, guesting, getting reviews, getting ranked, basic monetization and growth strategies, all those great stuff. And it's over a 30-day period. So you may have four experts joining. You may have six. You may be invited to private coaching sessions. There's a progress check calls one-on-one. You are going to be not overwhelmed by the information but you're going to be overwhelmed by the kind of support you get. (laughs) We've only recently this week partnered with Filmstro, which is going to help you create and own your own soundtrack. We've also partnered with EditPods, an editing company where you can save money every month on a basic premium or pro package with EditPods. So that's that's huge. Go to editpods.com, create an account, and on any of the basic editing packages, use Pod Launch, and you'll save money on your editing. We have other partners inside here for our Done For You solution, but with the Done With You challenge, the 30-day going back, it's for pure beginners that are experts in their profession or already entrepreneurs and want to take their voice and message to the next level. And it's all about getting you the foundation set up, helping you improve your confidence, helping you with accountability, and help you cross the line without being perfect from the start. There's so much more to share, but I don't want to take up too much of your time, Chris. Yeah, I think that's a great description of what you offer. And 
to our viewers and listeners, like this show, if you're listening to it right now, is a testament to Chris's podcast launch challenge and his podcast coaching. Like I'm one of the case studies, if you call it that, or testimonials for this program, this challenge, it generates results. And I would just like to mention also that Chris is so generous, really, with his time, with his wisdom and knowledge. And he truly is a super connector. Like, I believe that's one of Chris's strengths. Like, he is so well connected. You'll be shocked about all the people he knows and has shaken hands with or rubbed elbows with. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, this guy is freaking amazing. So, Definitely check out the podcast launch challenge if you want. Like they're doing a current cohort now, but I know they're doing like future batches. And yeah, I'm very excited that I also get to use my own platform to tell the world about this because this has been so life-changing for me, I would say. And um, yeah, it's been such an absolute joy. And you get so much for your money's worth. Like, honestly, like, take my word for it. Like, so, so much. And if you really think about the amount of time and effort that you save for from having someone, like, really hold your hand in this process and have other people go with you through that journey, like, it really accelerates, like Chris said, like, crossing that line, that finish line of finally launching and letting things unfold from there, you know, growing and monetizing, like is a whole package. I could not sing higher praises. It really is amazing. So please check it out. So Chris, how do how can they register, pre-register or learn more about this challenge or about you? Okay, great. So because you're a listener of Mental Arsenal Podcast, you get 20% off today or whenever you listen. Uh, if you go to podcastlaunchagency.com forward slash pre dash register dash four dash April. I know that's long. So if you go to podcastlaunchagency.com and click launch, it will direct you to the right page. And you can check out our contacts there. We're very well connected, like Chris said, and we've, we're continually making great partnerships so we can help you save money and time in editing, in all production and research. And we've partnered with some early stage startups as well. We know all the founders. And remember, it, even though it's a 30-day challenge, I would like to say it's accountability for life. And you can get that accountability inside the community group. So use Mental Arsenal at one word, Mental Arsenal, for the special discount today. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for that very generous discount. So again, uh, go to that link that Chris mentioned and use the code Mental Arsenal to get your discount off. So Chris, thank you so much for sharing all that. And I so agree, it really is accountability for life. Like even after the challenge finished, like we're still getting in touch with one another, me with my batchmates or my classmates. Um, they've become really good friends with me now. And we, it's really that community. It's like cheering each other on, celebrating yeah. other people's wins, like having others celebrate with you and you even celebrating with them. Like it's just a whole 
mush of like goodness. Like it's, it's so it's, it's really not it's really not competition. It's cooperation yeah. with each other and helping yeah. each other. I think that that's where it goes. And you know, that goes back to the superior. We're all equals. I'm still I'm still learning. So we're still we're still at the we're still getting started. We're still new in this game. Yeah. I absolutely love that. All right. So, uh, Chris, uh, how can our viewers and listeners uh, find you online? Maybe if they want to subscribe to your own show, uh, your um, channel, if you have a Facebook group that they can um, connect with you. Okay. There's a couple of ways. Uh, I know sometimes with these podcast interviews, you never know where to go. So at the moment, I would just say to go to podcastlaunchagency.com. You'll see how to get connected in the community groups, how to subscribe on YouTube, how to connect with me on LinkedIn. Both LinkedIn and YouTube are my big focuses at the moment, plus just bringing and providing a great service to my current clients. That's the focus. And bring on more clients because I just want to serve. And our goal is to launch a thousand podcasts by October the 8th, 2024. I love that. And I believe that you can make that happen. And hopefully I can support you on that big vision. And whatever happens, it's great that you still set that vision. I think that's what's the most important thing. Like aiming high and taking the action that needed to make that happen. Imagine yeah. if it happens. Imagine yeah. if it happens. That's what I think before we end this, uh, set yourself a big goal and have a vision. Write your perfect day and what it looks like and where you are and what it sounds like and um, who you're with. Uh, really visualize it. Don't You don't have to look at it every day, but at least have a direction because if you don't have a direction, People are going to ask you to do this. People are going to ask you to do this. You're going to forget to say no and take on other projects. Have yeah. a vision. And if it aligns with you, say yes. But if it doesn't align with your big goal, say no. Yeah, that's very powerful. When it comes to success, whether that's personal or professional, direction is more important than speed. And goals and visions and those give us a sense of direction. And that's it's really important to set that from the get-go so you're not all over the place being pulled by all these shiny objects and other things and your energy and focus is not scattered. Like you're really laser-focused on getting a particular outcome. So that's really good. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Thank you. All right. So thank you so much, Chris Camden, for joining me on this episode on the Mental Arsenal podcast. And to our viewers and listeners, remember to follow your heart, to believe in yourself, and to take action. And to remember that success is something you attract by the person you become. We'll catch you next time on the Mental Arsenal podcast. Hey, go-getter. Want to know a quick way to boost your motivation and productivity? three words. Crystal clear goals. I have a guide for it. It's called Goalbook, your guide to crystal clear goals. Head on over to chrisacebo.com slash goalbook and grab your free copy now.